you are now tuned into the R2 Cents Podcast. Welcome to a new year and a new episode of our Two Cents Podcast. I am your host, Dergo BJ. Follow me on social media at Dergo BJ. And I'm sitting across the table from my co-host by the name of... Mona Lissa. And I can also be found on social media at Mona, M-O-H-N-A, Lissa, L-Y-S-S-A-A. It was hard again to get here. Um, First... To just start the conversation off, like, what was your impression of the year as a podcaster, considering that you're um, just stepping into this realm? Because even even though I've been doing it a while, I think my opinion of it changes every year. But since you're the newbie, like, what do you think about this year so far? I didn't know what to expect coming into it. Um I was just kind of open. I don't know if I really had any real expectations. I just kind of looked at it from the beginning as just an introduction and to see where I fit. Right. You right. know, and I kind of think that's, I think it was a good year. It was a good because I traveled with it, which I didn't expect to, you know, do. Right. We went to a, a couple places this past year and met some people and, um, so far, I like it. Um, I do truly think it is just a stepping stone into other things that I have planned, um, that I've been planning to do. But it helps me to, it really helped me to, how can I put it, um, get used to being in the forefront. Yeah, yeah. And that's not something I, I ever feel comfortable doing. And right. being in that space, but it's kind of teaching me to learn how to be uncomfortable or find comfort in the discomfort. Yeah, I think when I initially got into it, I always kind of based my perception on like how you look at like television. Like, yeah. there's a person that's designated for you know the hosting or the spotlight, mm-hmm. and then there's the operatives behind him right. that kind of make things pop. And um, just so happened, without naturally even knowing it, I just so happened to be put in a position to give an opinion while sitting there. And it just so happened to spiral into me doing this. And every day is uncomfortable. As much as I'm used to, um, like, speaking my mind in certain, Mm -hmm. you know, spaces, because this is a more public forum, it it becomes a little bit more difficult because you don't know what you say in private that's actually some bullshit you know true so and in the age of outrage and right, people right, will right. bite your head off and have a difference of opinion it makes you think twice and three times and four times over you know about things and yeah, yeah. so I, so that's always been like the hang-up but um like you said um i think we were a lot more active um when it came to like moving around, um, just getting up and go. Like that's kind of the attitude that we need to be persistent with because, um, just sitting back and having the mishaps that we've had, you know, the, the falling off periods, it's really been like teachable moments Mm -hmm. in this process that I wouldn't have gotten had I been like moving. I wouldn't have like really focused and paid attention to the lesson. So um there's some considerable differences that I think we need to add to the show. Like one of the things that I think is important to add to the show 
is to um, incorporate more mental health checkups. Like what we do from time to time when we sit in these spaces and record is we'll ask you, well, how was your week? Not realizing that your mental health actually determines what your week is like. Absolutely. The process you use, you know, to go forward in your week a lot of times is what creates the energies or the manifestations throughout the week. So I think our shows had a a really good energy. Um, And I do think that we should incorporate, well, I know personally me, I would like to get more on the, I don't want to say, well, like personal side, but I think because this year was more about people just being introduced to me. Mm -hmm. And even though I give my opinions on various topics, None of them ever really gave a true essence of who I am. Right, I think right. when you were with Grime Lords and then with Penrose, then it was kind of like people still got an idea of who you were mm-hmm. through the type of conversations right, that right. y'all were having. And no one's ever really gotten a sense of that. Right. I don't feel anyway. But I think that what I would like to do is... Um, incorporate more things to where people can kind of learn who I am as an individual because I did meet a lot of people um I want to get better as far as the networking goes right right. because I didn't really network you know I still I met people but there were never any relationships Mm -hmm. built to where numbers are exchanged and business is taking place on my end right right and I think that with all the things that I have planned and going on, I want to get to that space. So yeah. in 2019, all of those things are going to come together and develop. And I look forward to that. So that'll be more, yeah, getting more up close and personal. So when you when you think about, like, because honestly, when you say that, that was kind of me in those spaces where, like, mm-hmm. um, the Grimlord days, it was, like, trying to fit your generic self yeah into the conversation with three men who had like their own being and personality and um it was it was always a struggle because in those moments i used to ask myself why do they want me here right you know what i'm saying (laughs) like why do they want me here and then um when things kind of shifted and it was just me and penrose that was a little bit easier because i think for him I was always so used to like being that person, like bro, you wildin'. You Y'all know was saying? like the the angel and the devil right. on the opposing shoulders, right? And yes, so well. like in those moments, it's like I can just jump in and be who I was to him personally mm-hmm. on the mic. So it's like, nah, bro, that's a little left, right. and it became a dialogue. So the more that people would say, like, I I like that dynamic because one. You don't think that your piece of shit friend <laughs> has real feelings. Not saying that Penrose is a piece of shit, but I'm just saying like in general. Right, right, Like right. you don't think that your piece of shit friend has feelings. And sometimes it takes a person who can encompass so much personality like a Penrose to right. be in those spaces with the good people and the pieces of shit mm-hmm. to give you like this unfiltered balance right to this space right so well i also think too because yes there is we get a lot of bullshit out of men and bullshit conversation but to actually have a man try to say well 
I want to understand the women and try to think of it this way or no, we can't always be like that. Then it's kind of like, oh, well, shit, let me hear more. (laughs) You know, so I think that you are just more like a unicorn out of a pile of you know it's like what the fuck so people gravitate towards you you know you are genuinely a likable person so people gravitated towards you so now you have that same like you have that position because it's like you have to be a person to say like i'm here you know what i'm saying and that was a moment for me like not even realizing it that was a moment for me that actually benefited me moving Mm -hmm. forward It's always taking time for me to really, because all my life, relationships grow slowly because I observe and I have to feel your energy to really figure out. And then I have to find my place, you know? So, um, I guess I'm just at a point where it's like, well, where is my space with this? It's cool. And I feel like I was welcomed in by the group of -hmm. people that you were able to become closely associated with and build friendships with and do things with and they welcome me in but still i don't think i um how can i put it i don't think that i people still have a sense of who i am okay you know what i'm saying so i still want to be able to bring forth more of my personality because i was very closed off very yeah um I don't want to say standoffish, but kind of intimidating. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't It's just different. It'll it'll come this year because, um, like I said, the the key things that I want us to do as a unit, and hopefully it transcends into the organization as a whole. um, Like, we have to be more aggressive, Mm -hmm. you know? And um, we have to... We have to establish a position within our confidence mm-hmm. and our egos yes. that I know what the fuck I know. I know that I have a purpose and a point, and I know that what I'm doing mm-hmm. is going to benefit, you know, the culture or my circle. Yeah, it I- gets that. It gets to that point now because, like, sometimes a person, like standing next to you, a person won't be comfortable enough to make a necessary move because they feel like well is this person going to be ready next to me yes you know a lot of changes are being made in the background on a personal side and i think that what i had going on in the background also affected how i was moving yeah in this space too Mm -hmm. a lot of those changes are about to be made (laughs) so i can proceed a lot better i just had a birthday um, yeah. And that brings forth a new energy in itself, you know, to celebrate another year of life and to look forward to what the next year has to hold and really genuinely working toward making it, you know, um, as, as worthwhile as I can. Right. And then I think that cleaning up in the background would really help me to move like I want to. I already started planning different things to come with this podcast and other independent things and then trying to really focus on networking and building necessary relationships within my own community and then other people you know to make things happen as far as the free fall brand podcast i'm sure a lot of you may have noticed may not have noticed i don't know that i haven't done anything beyond the one episode what happens with that is um i was trying to do i think i was doing too much in the sense of 
putting something out because we had a conversation about having separate shows mm-hmm. in addition to having the one show so people can get to know us individually. Right, right. But I didn't really need a show of my own because I already had a show in mind and it became really hard trying to separate. Well, no, let me save this for that one and this topic is for that. And it just became overwhelmed right, and right. I didn't really connect with it. So I had trouble even putting anything out because I couldn't connect with what the free fall brand is versus what I already have planned to do. Okay. Um, the podcast that's coming that was meant to come and I should have just focused on is more of like a podcast in relation to red lipstick, house of red, house of red lipstick. So that is going to be red lips and combat boots, red lipstick and combat boots. Okay. So explain, explain what red lipstick really is like, well, red lipstick is a multimedia company, um, targeted toward women. Mm-hmm. So it's going to be like visuals and music, and it's just a way to uplift women. Um, so that's what that was meant to be. Right, right. It's just different stories. I feel like we still have so many stories that aren't told. And House of Red is supposed to be a way to celebrate um, the multi-dimensions of a woman. I feel like a lot of these companies that are targeted toward women only celebrate a certain type of woman. And it doesn't celebrate, we are not one-dimensional people. We have different, you know, ranges to our Mm -hmm. personality, our character, our being. So we shouldn't celebrate one and then destroy the other part of ourselves. We need to celebrate all because we have a ratchet side, we have a conservative side, we have a nerdy side, we have a spiritual side, and we need to like celebrate all mm. those components. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, so that's dope because it's like you'll find that there actually are many dimensions and shades right. of red. Like you see red in so many different hues right. that you don't necessarily realize right. that this is a subtle difference to mm-hmm. the red that you may have been seeing all your life. Right. So I think that that's dope that you had that opportunity to figure that out for mm-hmm. yourself because... I think that I haven't had that moment. Like mm-hmm. I, you know, I got to a point with um, change the subject where I think that I was more or less trying to um, base my scope for the conversation on what the timeline needed. And see, right, and that can be dangerous. Yeah, it <laughs> and was. so I knew at this point I'd rather put out nothing and say nothing. Then and then come out, back later, then to put something out just right. to say something's out there. Because at that point, you could be doing more damage. And right. then people say, I don't know about this, and fall back. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Whereas right. people say, well, where is that? And and inquire and wait around a little longer to find out what's mm-hmm. happening. And I, had, and I think it was okay at that point because I hadn't really built a following enough to where I felt like personally that it really mattered. Right, so right. let me just leave this right here, scrap, and then, you know. Just Clear all the right. shit off the table and rework what I should have been doing from the beginning. Right, right. That makes sense. And that's where I'm at with that. that. So, sense. if any of you are following um, the Free Fall Brand, the podcast um, page on Instagram, you may have noticed that the handle changed. So, I'm switching everything over under that one. And then, it's just going to be Red Lips and Combat Boots. And that's what it's okay. under now. The handle is Red Lips and Combat Boots. I definitely like the perspectives that I've come to 
based on taking that break because mm-hmm. um I I was so self conscious. I'm like you know I ha- I had like a good momentum going. I was like rolling off you know so much content. Mm-hmm. It was so much different than everything that everybody else was doing. I had a lane of my own, but I got to that that dry spot and that's when I realized like I'm doing what I feel like the timeline needs because right. um becoming a podcaster has been a little bit jolting for me because for some reason I think that my reach is only on Twitter. Mm. And I don't know where I've come to this realization but like I go in different places and spaces and realize that Twitter had nothing to do with my reach like usually what happens is word of mouth um representation um just people who know or have encountered something that you've done and will say oh well you know he does a podcast too. but do you spend most of your time on twitter yeah like we look at how we were exposed to podcasts mm-hmm. and we run with just that engine right. and i was exposed to podcasting on twitter so like now i realize that i have to evaluate the world outside of mm-hmm. social media and that's kind of why I was steering all of my conversations to what the timeline was talking about right and I'm like well damn that was real small minded you know what I'm saying it is. because I think but I think it's easy to fall into that because it's like well what do the people want and we hear a lot of pop culture but what other conversation can I bring outside of that and probably trying to find a balance of staying true to yourself. Mm-hmm. But you have to find that balance between filling in a void and staying true to your artistic integrity. Right. Because right. when you create, don't artists really create for themselves? Yeah. Yeah. So this is another form of art. Yeah, it really is. So going forward, I realized that even with, um, you know, our two cents and change the subject, and then also Red Lips and Combat Boots being two totally mm-hmm. different dimensions. I think going forward, um, I can see clearly that I don't have to cover everything. Right. I just have to cover what's important. I think that with two, you know, facets of, you know, content, you know, coming from just this one area alone, I think that whatever I miss, somebody around me is going to catch. I don't have to be responsible for so much of what I feel will make a difference to how people view things. I can actually take a step back and say, let me think about me for a minute. You know what I'm saying? Right. And let me look at what's, you know, what's affecting my core right. people and, you know, diversify the conversation. So I'm not really doing the same things I used to do where it's just, okay, an introduction and get straight to the point. Like, I'm actually going to build up, you know, more conversation, get to know people outside of who I'm comfortable with talking to, mm-hmm. um, because I do think that this is more or less like a, this is a form of journalism in certain instances. In some ways, yes. You know, there is so much that can be done within this realm of podcasting. And because we see people coming and doing the same things we minimize our own potential or growth expectation by what we see coming after us. What is the number one rule of being a creator? There are no rules. Yeah, that too. (laughs) Right. There are no rules. There are no rules. 
So you're free to explore and experiment and try different things and see what works, what doesn't work, and change your mind and change your mind again. Right, right. You know? So interesting enough, um, there has been some some key things that have happened to me in this process that I think is going to affect going forward. When it comes to branding, because I remember we started off um, with episode one talking about building ourselves as brands like yes. the transition from melissa to mona lisa yes. and then of course there go bj you know coming out of brandon the brand of self at this point that i'm looking at is the internal like being so dissatisfied with um, years and years of discomfort mm-hmm. in my personal space mm-hmm. my personal life um, kind of even accepting some of it as to be a never changing process. Like this is just going to be what it is and having to motivate myself to believe that there has to be differences. So how much of that has actually affected your creative process? Because I want to be accountable because I have to change it in order for you to move forward because we are partners in this. So, like, if you ever have some, you know, huge inspiration and then I'm on the other side of the table feeling like shit, Mm -hmm. like, are there moments like that for you Mm -hmm. where you realize, like, well, maybe this is something I need to work on because Mm -hmm. somebody else is depending on me? Yes. You know? Yes, absolutely. Like, um, I watch your growth. And I see how people gravitate toward you. And I see a lot of potential in you. I see a lot of potential in myself. Mm -hmm. And I know through this, I try to make sure that I at least try to stay afloat Mm -hmm. and on the same level as you to keep the same energy. And when I see that you are stuck, then I try to help, Mm -hmm. you know, give suggestions, check in. You good? What's happening? You know, on my end, I try to just deal with my personal as best I can so it doesn't hinder mm-hmm. my creativity. But also being realistic, I may need a second. Right, right. You know, right, to rebuild. Right. I think that with this year, like I said, with a lot of personal things that I'm dealing with, it created tremendous insecurity and discomfort, which stopped me from moving the way that I genuinely wanted right, to move. Right, right. And I'm at a point now where, like I said, just had a birthday. That brings forth a new energy of Mm -hmm. wanting to be better, do better, and make this next 365 as best as it can be. And then also stepping into a whole nother year also brings forth another energy. So it's like double energy right now. Right, right. To just do better and try to knock things out the park. I think that consistency is very key in how you um, started off will help you throughout the year. So mm-hmm. we have to start off strong and keep it going and set ourselves up to really succeed throughout the rest of the year. Yeah, I know I wanted to, um, I kind of want to change. Even though people have grown accustomed, I kind of want that moment of like stepping in the room and like fucking everybody up. Yeah, like I just want to fuck it up one time. That's how I feel too. Yeah, like, <laughs> Because I don't think I've had that moment. Either. I have never had that moment where it's like, damn, that's BJ. You know right. what I'm saying? Like, and that <laughs> is 
that is my goal and i and it's not an egotistical thing mm-hmm. like i just want new energy i just want a new light That's to be shined on me yep you know and um that was not even realizing that that was the reason why i had such a distaste for going to the club mm-hmm. like because i can't i can't be seen or felt in that atmosphere. You ever, yeah, you ever just feel like people know you, but people really don't, don't know, know you, you. And so you want people to see, no, this is a different side yeah. that you're just not aware of. Yeah. And it's like, I I can't maneuver in them spaces because it's like, I'm not going to fuck it up here. I'm not going to shut shit down here. Right. You know, and I need that, I need that moment. I need that confidence to... You know, come into a space and it's just like you own it for this moment in time. Your best light, your best image, your best version of self is coming forth mm-hmm. in this space. And that's what my goal is. So I know in doing that, I have to be a little bit more consistent in more areas than just the creativity. I have to work on health. Yeah. I have to work on attire. Um, All of that. All of that. You know what I'm saying? Like those spaces where you want those corporate entities to respect you. You want to get comfortable in the visual. Yeah. I know that I have so many visual projects that will require me to be in right. front of the camera for what I'm trying to do because I am uncomfortable with my physical at the moment. Mm-hmm. It stops me from doing that part. So I'm ready to just say you know what it's it's time to just like yeah it's time get real with myself and do what i gotta do yeah mm-hmm. so it's it's a lot of you know it's a lot of revelation that um came out of this break i do really appreciate that like um starting off the process for us too with being a bi-weekly podcast i do realize in some spaces people don't give the listeners enough time to digest what they've heard the week prior because a week later is something else. So like in learning um, about our, you know, um, platform, people really appreciate the, the span between the conversations because we are a more analytical and a more touchy podcast where mm-hmm. we touch on, you know, more than just what's current. We also talk about the things that hinder people that have been lifelong Mm -hmm. so um just the feedback that we've gotten from the previous show which was um touching on john gray of course and the you know blankets and shit like that (laughs) like people are still catching that episode and saying like well that was a more thought-provoking conversation than what we actually saw Mm -hmm. and you know the realm of however you you know however you got that story whether it was social media tv or whatever so um we definitely going to keep that dimension but we still want to just add little things like i feel like you need to know a little bit more about where we come from to understand us a little bit better um I want to be able to get some of this feedback because I feel like you get a lot of this feedback and yeah. then it get delivered to me yeah. from you. And I want to get in a space where I can get firsthand knowledge yeah. of this. Well, it's going to be a little bit different now because I do think that um another another interesting change will be how realistic is the support when we're not on the convenient platforms. Like I think right. that um 
Um, and just dealing with a lot of the, you know people that I deal with the networks and whatnot. That's SoundCloud is not the way anymore. Um, it's, it's not. Dated. It's very antiquated. It doesn't really give you. Um, it doesn't give you like details as to like who your listeners are based on like email sign ins or nothing. You just see, oh, you got a listener in Nova Scotia. When they, right. <laughs> when they could be just hiding their IP address mm. and you know they they get a proxy number or oh, something wow. to hide their IP address and just don't know that that's what the case is because oh. people are trying to protect their privacy online. You know, you don't really have listeners in mm. London. You know what I'm saying? They just have, you know, their oh, setups. That's interesting. Yeah. Okay. So um you don't really get, you know, factual analytics the play volumes are like fluctuating like i remember one episode that we did that was like sitting it was resting at like 30 plays for like two weeks and then in a matter of like four days it was up to like 200 plays so i'm like but then the the listenership analytics are still the same it's like what you know the same top three listeners, which were at the time, like, you know, just regular people, you know, um, it was, it's too inconsistent yeah. and, you know, and it kind of like, it kind of worried me because I don't want to be in a position where people even think that we paid for some listeners because that is a thing too. I don't think there's a platform that, are there any platforms that you could think of that are specific to podcasts and getting the proper analytics yeah, for podcasts there are but um just in digging like there are some um platforms that are more or less catered to podcasting but they cost too mm-hmm. much and then there are some that i've just been exposed to where they're actually free okay and they give you the same opportunities um it's more conducive to um, performance, quality, mm-hmm. um, being able to actually manage how your listeners consume your show. Like there's different platforms where you can set your shows up in chapters mm. so they can pick up where they left off. You can't do that in SoundCloud. You got to just go all the way back to the beginning or scroll yeah. through and find out where you were last at or at least get close to it. Right. It's not it's not conducive to like moving or progressing forward. So I think it'll be interesting to see, like, can we navigate our listeners to where they can find us, which is, you know, Spotify, Apple, and you know, the different, you know, places that we actually host the show. Mm -hmm. But, um, SoundCloud is definitely an unnecessary platform. I know it's typically where everybody starts, but you shouldn't definitely finish or end there. So, um, Definitely looking into getting like websites, various platforms to express ourselves. We definitely want to work and collaborate with more shows. I think we only had what two guests in the first, you know, part of us recording. Penrose and Takenya. You know, shout out to our, you know, Detroit Ken. So <laughs> um we wanna be a little bit more um open to um having actual guests and not just other podcasters actually people of significance and importance um just the growth process like i really think that we did fairly well extremely well in the opening stages but it's just time to turn it up and yeah we gotta have that fuck it up moment 
for this podcast too. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, um We're gonna get there. Yeah. So anything interesting outside of the creativity that um has happened since we last recorded? Anything interesting? <laughs> Shit. <laughs> <laughs> It's a lot of shit happening, but interesting, I don't know. <laughs> uh, not really. Like, I mean, like I said, I'm still working on some things. I don't really want to get into much detail, but I do have about two or three different projects. You know, one of them being the Red Lips and Combat Boots podcast that I'm working on and then really putting a lot more into the House of Red Lipstick um, it already has a Twitter and Instagram. If you want to follow it, it's House of Red Lipstick. Um, House of Red on Twitter and House of Red Lipstick on Instagram and Facebook. Um, but start, you know, putting that together. Mm-hmm. I am working on trying to build under the House of Red Lipstick a panel of movie critics. We do not have any, I feel, quality film critics um we need more people of color so even if it's not all black people you know just people of color to really review movies you know um so that's what i'm going to i'm working on until i find the people and i think too this is what also stopped me it's almost like unless i get it the way i absolutely want it to be i don't proceed with it and I'm trying to get myself in a space, work with what you have until you can get it to where you want it to be. Right, right. Because it's all about, you know, the content and what you're doing versus every detail being set up how you want it. Right. So what I'm going to do is just try to have me and a guest or two and we review. I'll pull different people, maybe invite different people, anyone interested in doing it, then you can hit me up. But I'm going to just pick one or two people here and there we're gonna pick a film or a tv show or something to review and just kind of get the ball rolling that way until i can build my panel how i want it to be okay okay. and that will be a visual right right that will come as a visual um but you'll get more details about that later i also have um house of red lipstick is catered toward women i have something catered toward men that i am working on um as well i know about that shit that shit gonna be fire so that's coming um i have a name for it and everything i'll announce that once i have all my details for that together and that i'm going to be as we travel too this is why i need to network and put myself more in the forefront because i feel like these are really good things that are necessary um, that I'm trying to do, and I'm going to start inviting um, different women and men to give me visual audio commentary on different things so I can help build it up how I want to. So through the people that I've already met and then anyone else that you may know who want to be interested as we get going, mm-hmm. we're just going to really build this up how it needs to be. So this is how I have to start right, my right, networking. Right. Yeah. I just came into the realization that... um. In any position that I'm going to be in moving forward, it's going to be like a sense of leadership. So um, I've been really looking into the um, like the training aspects of everything that I'm trying to do, because in being a leader, I feel like if ever you're put on the spot, you have to know um, what you're talking about and know it well enough to where you understand the jargon. 
mm-hmm. of each dimension that you're in. So um, I am trying to get into fashion, which was always like a lifelong dream because I had so many difficulties in finding clothes for myself. Yes. So um, fashion was always something that I wanted to get into. But I kind of put it off because I had the passion for music mm-hmm. as well. I'm not the the trapper, you know, producer or nothing like that. I'm more, you know, musical and melodic. So um, from that house fire, I lost all of the equipment. And now currently I'm like 80% away from, you know, doing music again, mm-hmm. which was initially the passion and what bought me to podcasting because I felt like if I could, you know, engineer and mix the shows, it'll get me like some little hands-on practice. Mm-hmm. So, um, finally get to the point of, I'm like more than 75% there with the music and I'm like 50% where I need to be with the clothing. And it's like, well, you really don't know how to advertise or market or do any other things mm-hmm. that you would need to do. So, um, my first investments were to, I paid for a um, Skillshare um, premium account for a year mm. where it's like all different dimensions of creativity and there's tutorials set up for each phase. I'm going to have to check that yeah, out because um, I actually signed up for a community college to take marketing yeah, classes right. and that's what I was going to do to try so to get So that's still that. an option too because mm-hmm. um the community college um, course doesn't start until March and that's mm-hmm. more hands-on so I can go with what I don't understand in video form here mm-hmm. and go back to the class and yeah, say well, I'm going to have to do Skillshare till I pay yeah. my balance off because I still owe <laughs> from the previous classes I registered and I was like congratulations okay let me register I was like whoop nope sorry boo you blocked so you make this payment on that pass too real shit okay. so I did that um want to just you know refresh my um you know my intellect when it comes to these different things so i did pay for the skillshare but the thing with the skillshare is is more detailed to the branding and marketing aspect of the clothing but it doesn't really detail the music like i needed to so i i went and subscribed to another site the same way which is called adsr sounds and it gives you a list of all of the advancements and, you know, the music technology and the music hardware that I was struggling with trying to learn how to use because I come from a much older era mm-hmm. in production. So um, I paid for a year subscription in that. And just throughout the year, I'm going to just, you know, sharpen the skill. So um, eventually I'll get to a point where I can be comfortable to talk about what I'm doing without having that reservation of do I sound like I'm legit do I sound like I'm actually doing what I'm saying I'm doing because the discomfort is just the small lacks of knowledge in these areas and fields so um, I just feel like leaders have to do that like we always deal with somebody at work that is in charge but don't know what the fuck he talking about right Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I don't want to be that guy in my creative space. So initiative and being aggressive about, you know, the different things. And then also in being in a relationship and having another creative as a partner, Mm -hmm. um, I feel like I have to support her because that's what you do in a relationship. Well, yeah, y'all support each other in your creative endeavors. But realizing that I need to know, you know, in detail 
what she need in order to support her. So I got to kind of learn her field mm-hmm. in certain senses, which, I mean, of course, it'll help me, you know. So mm-hmm. um, back and forth with that and, you know, just looking at looking at the, the field I want to be in and trying to find the things that are missing. Mm-hmm. Because I think that we try to blend in figuratively instead of stand out like we blend in with everybody that's doing what we doing instead of filling that small void which it may be a small percentage that it actually matters but at least we have our space in it Mm -hmm. so um that was pretty much what i stepped into um for the last couple of months is just trying to refresh myself i'm getting better with photoshop i don't know i still don't know what the hell show me still don't know what the fuck i'm doing (laughs) But I think that once I get into Skillshare and it tells me in detail, like, this is what you're doing. That might be what I have to invest in. Yeah. Do you have an Adobe account or did you just, like, download? We'll talk about that <laughs> after we get off of the okay, motherfucking mic. I got mic. you. I got you. But um, I definitely got some finesse tactics. Okay, I got you. But got you. as far as the education, um, the blessing in it all is because this is the holiday season, all of those sites have like Christmas promos and mm-hmm. Skillshare has it to where the first two months of your Skillshare premium is only 99 cents. Oh. So you got two months to come up with the $100 and then in two months from the time you sign up, it's like $100. They going to just snatch it out at one time and then you good for the year. And then when it comes back around to your sign up date, it's another $100 for life. Okay. So you can cancel it at any time. Wow. When you don't need it no more, just cancel it. Mm-hmm. So that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to get as much game as I can mm-hmm. and then cancel it. And then, I mean, I'm not paying for the software because we'll talk about that <laughs> got after you. we get off of the goddamn mic. I got you. But, you know, um, you got to make investments into your growth and that's what i think this is about so Mm -hmm. um it's gonna be different this year like it's gonna be different we got some juicy ass conversations that i am super excited to have but um y'all gotta follow um follow us on all of the platforms follow us on twitter instagram um we're gonna try to do a little bit better with this facebook page I've been maintaining it because you just said, fuck it. Like, you created it, and then you abandoned it. Like, Facebook Facebook is just, like, it's a lot faster than everything else, but it circulates the same shit faster than everything else. Like, I can literally go down the news feed and all of my 300 friends, because I don't even, like answer the friend request because i'm not even on it like i know so I'm i don't get notifications that's how yeah. much i'm not on there like but, i don't um, know if it changed with all these different updates they do but right. like literally like yesterday was my birthday i got no notifications i had to like just randomly go on go on see. there and see oh yeah it's people, some stuff here right so that's the that's the like distinguishing difference is that um like facebook it moves a lot faster so it like kind of recycles a lot of the bullshit you know Mm -hmm. a lot quicker so i really am not like fascinated with that i am in a couple of podcast groups like i'm in the social complex group um there's a um kings and queens of content creators that uh i believe mtv started it's a few of them the egos and opinions group thread Mm -hmm. 
I catch them and they'll have like some like for real dialogue. Mm-hmm. But the rest of it is just like a bunch of bullshit. So I don't frequent it. So mm-hmm. we have to be creative in how we interact on uh, Facebook personally. But yeah. um, there are so many different changes with Instagram and Twitter that like those are always primarily the two that I stay on. Yeah. But I do want to expand the reach. So um, maybe a Pinterest board here and there or maybe... You know, some other... My Pinterest board popping. Yeah. You know, I get a... I didn't realize that I have so much activity, but I have... What is it? It tells me, you know, how popular, because I'm posting all the time, mm-hmm. different stuff on Pinterest. I'm popping on there. I get like 13K <laughs> monthly views on Pinterest, okay? So I may not be popping anywhere else, but they love me on Pinterest. <laughs> Shit, fuck it up for pictures <laughs> one time, you know. But yeah, it's um like I said, it's just gonna be some extreme changes. So um definitely, um if you haven't, you know, subscribe. Definitely subscribe to any of the hostings we have. I believe we're on um, Anchor, we're on Spotify, we're on Apple Podcast. I cannot tell you how long we will remain on soundcloud but um just know that in the coming weeks that won't even be a factor anymore and um we'll definitely keep you updated with any of the other platforms that um you could find us on you could find us on a couple of those just random podcast apps like breaker and uh what's the other one this cast box and stuff like that but is we it know, breaker or breaker is breaker one of them okay. yeah <laughs> shout outs to you you know however you get the show um, we definitely own a couple of those, but primarily we're going to be a little bit more strict and detailed on where we want to direct our listeners to. Um, we're going to definitely start some YouTube and about to give us some definition. Yeah, that's because what we ended up finding out over time in this space of recapping the year is that there's not a lot of male and female interaction. Um, there's not some. Um, there's not as much conducive dialogue between the two. And that's also something that we have to consider as men and women bringing each other into our respective spaces mm-hmm. and having a constructive conversation. Um, the niggas ain't shit and the bitches ain't shit is getting like extremely old. It's like grandfathered at this point. It's been old. So, um, and this ideal of this idea of black love is like very distorted and, um, there's some things about black love that has to change with men and women. Yeah. And um, I think that we are... Um, We're going to have some conversations yeah. about that. Yeah. It's it's going to be some uncomfortable spaces that we're going to step in. And, and actually have conversations with some people who know what they're talking about. Versus when what When it comes think. to us just trying to figure it out right. as we go. And kind of try and talk to some OGs in black love. Yeah. Who actually experience in legitimate black love. And we will try to, yeah. you know, pick their brains on that a little bit. Because like, cause what you're going through ain't necessarily a struggle. It's mm-hmm. ignorance. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Like, you just ignorant. And you don't want to accept that you need to grow the fuck up even at 40 when it comes to black mm-hmm. love. You know? And... It's it's just so much. It's just so much. So um, this was kind of like a recap, and um, not so much even a recap. It's more or less like a a reevaluation of what the original purpose is, and just to see how much it has improved 
And we can honestly say that, you know, with the first year, was not even a complete year because we started off in like the summer. We only had to 12 episodes. Yeah, so it ain't even a year, but like just the year for us as friends, you know, stepping into a new, you know, endeavor. I think that it's just time to fuck it up. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's just time to fuck it up. So, um... Like I said, just, you know, stay in tune with what we have going on. We're going to be a little bit more active in the coming weeks. Um, Same setup. You'll hear from us biweekly. Everything is pretty much the same except the mission is just to, you know, be a little bit more consistent, Mm -hmm. a little bit more detailed. And you will get more of BJ. You will get more of Mona Lisa and definitely more of Our Two Cents. So this is a new episode and hopefully you can... um, Definitely understand that, you know, some great things are forthcoming. Catch y'all in two weeks. Peace and blessings.